Hey, Harvey. Last week, I promised to break down my favorite albums. We're still going to do that, just not this week. I also promised a guest, and the reason that we're not going to be doing a guest or talking about albums, something came up. Guest is unable to make it, and I wish him the best. We'll be seeing him soon. I guess the lesson is make plans, but hold them lightly. You, on the other hand, are probably sick of your mother and I holding you as tightly as we do. I don't like to put you down. You don't do much at this age, but it's kind of the fun of it. I'm trying to savor it while it lasts. So let me give you some insight into a quirk of my personality. I've been this way since I can remember. I have tunnel vision. I get really interested in one thing at a time. I put all of my energy and my resources into learning and mastering whatever it may be. Over the years, this has taken me down a lot of paths. When I was younger, it looked like Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Pokemon cards. A little bit older, you get into video games. I guess everyone is that way to some extent. But for me, it just kept on going. Whether it's spending 20 hours a week setting my fantasy basketball roster, obsessively watching and rewatching every Quentin Tarantino movie in order to make sure that I hadn't missed any important frames, or wasting hundreds of gallons of gas driving from used bookstore to used bookstore, trying to complete a first edition Lemony Snicket collection, all at used prices. My personality has caused me to waste a lot of time and resources. It's also caused me to feel pretty aimless throughout my 20s. could never really be sure what my thing was. A lot of people seem to have an expertise, something that they'd really dive into for a lot of years. With my mind, I was jumping onto the next thing as soon as whatever I was interested in became prohibitively expensive or obviously unrealistic. I thought I was going to continue on that way forever, but sometime around 27 or 28 years old, I realized there are certain interests that kept wrapping back around. They may fall out of favor for a while, but I would get that laser-like focus on that same thing again. And about once a year, some version of that thing would wrap around. One of those, I've mentioned many times, is music. I've had songs in my mind since I can remember. But recording music, playing shows, getting those songs out into some tangible form is expensive. And when you're 20 and a college student, it's just not realistic. So I was trying to find other ways to fill my time. Now I seem to have a sustained laser-like focus on these big pillar interests that have wrapped back around so many times. I'm able to narrow it down and know that, yes, this one matters. This one's worthy of my time and my resources. And no, you don't need to be driving around, searching every Goodwill store for a jackpot of 1970s vinyl records for 50 cents each, comprised wholly of Polka records. Another big pillar interest outside of music is getting outdoors. I've done this a lot over the years. It's taken me a lot of different places. 
There are a lot of different versions of it. I've hiked a lot of different terrain, kayaked, paddleboarded, attempted to surf, scuba dived, snorkeled, spearfished, tent camped, hammock camped, multi-day hiked through wildlife preserves. I've done it solo. I've done it just me and George the Border Collie. I've bonded one-on-one with other outdoor enthusiasts. I've gone in big groups. But over the past couple of years, I've only been on a handful of hikes. I haven't picked up the surfboard. I haven't dropped the kayak into any bodies of water. I want to get back into it. I want to get back into the routine of getting outdoors. And I can't wait to take you with me. I think I'll take you to Tierra Verde, near St. Petersburg. You're in Florida. We can get a waterfront campsite. We can bring the kayaks out into the gulf and paddle out to the sandbar and watch the birds fly overhead and swoop down to catch ladyfish. And try not to get tipped in case of tiger sharks swimming beneath us. When the ocean is calm and the marine life is full of its energy, there's an electricity that travels through your bones. When I first moved out to Florida, I met a couple of guys who were heading down to the Keys. I offered to drive and we all piled into my single cab pickup truck and drove seven hours down to Marathon Key. That's the middle key. Almost as far south as you can go and still be in the United States. When we got down there, they handed me a spear gun and I didn't catch much. We grabbed snorkel gear and walked off the side of the road to dive under bridges. No, this is not something that's advertised. There are no signs inviting you to dive there. There are no parking lots or public restrooms or concession stands. But these guys were Florida locals and they knew that you didn't need a sign to invite you. You just had to find a place where there wasn't a sign that said no. So we waded out in our wetsuits through seaweed and jellyfish to a steep drop-off under one of the bridge pillars where the depth of the ocean was at least 20 feet. And I tread there at the surface with my face underwater where the Gulf of Mexico meets the Atlantic Ocean. And I watched as maybe hundreds of species swam through the heavy current like an ongoing parade of aquatic life. That night, I ate the freshest snapper I've ever had. And they taught me how to prepare Gulf Coast lobster that they had caught with their hands in a net. We grilled it over charcoal with some black beans and fell asleep in our hammocks under the stars. I haven't spoken to either of those guys in a couple of years, but I hold a feeling in my heart of eternal gratitude. They gave me the experience that I moved to Florida to find, whether I knew that's what it was or not. Each morning of that trip, we walked from our campsite to the only restaurant around, La Nina. And we ordered tostones, cafe con leche from a window. I couldn't believe how lucky I was to have stumbled upon such a rare thing. For someone to let you in on something that belongs to them, that is their birthright. For them not to just show you, this is what we do. But to hand you a snorkel say you can do it too. There would be other times in my life where people would do the same thing for me in other contexts and other places and other cultures. Probably, in my opinion, it's the greatest gift you can give someone. 
To me, nature is sometimes about peace, tranquility, and the absence of people. But it's so much better when you don't go it alone. I hope one day you'll enjoy our trips as much as I know I'm going to. But you won't be ready for a while. And I need to get back out there. Maybe not with a spear gun in my hand. But I can start with a good long hike. I think that's one of my goals for 2023. Next week is Christmas. We're going to take the week off. But when we come back, I think I've convinced your mom to come on so we can discuss our plans for the new year. Hopefully she's game. Until next week.